Dear Know Thy Enemy, We've waited a whole season to meet him. He's a legend. He's an original. He's... Wait, Alaric? Sincerely, Bridget. <laughs> Dear Know Thy Enemy, No title to an episode has been more true. I didn't know who to trust or what half of the characters were up to. Just when I thought I had it figured out, there was another twist or turn that happened. So much is happening in everyone's lives, and I'm wondering what their principal and teachers are thinking, since I don't think anyone has been to school in a while. But who has time to worry about detention when Klaus is on the loose? Sincerely, Mary Beth. Welcome to Dear Vampire Diaries, where today we have the distinct pleasure of escorting you through this episode of The Vampire Diaries, Season 2, Episode 17, Know Thy Enemy. I am your host, Bridget, and today we have with us a lovely guest host... Mary Beth. Yeah. Hello! <laughs> We won't be delving into future episodes today, but we will be discussing this episode, Know Thy Enemy, in detail. You've been warned. Speaking of warnings, we have a content note. The Vampire Diaries contains heavy themes. Please check the episode description for trigger warnings and resources. All right, Mary Beth, this is the episode where Elena and Alaric lash out at John when Isabel's unexpected arrival leaves Jenna devastated. Stefan and Damon realize they have a new secret weapon. That's actually, I mean... It's pretty good for no spoilers. Yeah, 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 definitely. Not too bad. Oh my goodness. Okay. Well, Mary Beth, have you seen Family Feud? Yes, I have. <laughs> okay. Well, I'm. Uh, I've only seen it a couple times, and I was looking for a new way to gamify the previously on. So I might be doing this totally wrong. Okay, and I haven't seen Family Feud in years, so we'll just, you know, we'll we'll do it together. Okay, great. Also, you're not feuding with anyone except yourself. So myself. <laughs> Okay, so All right. All right, Mary Beth, can you name three things about the sun and the moon curse? Oh. Um keeps werewolves at bay. I'll give it to you. Werewolves right? can only turn on a full moon under this curse. Yep. There you go. Solid. That's okay. what I meant. I don't know what okay, cool. sounds the family feud thing makes. <laughs> All right, that's one. All right. Sun and the let's see. What else? Um If it hmm. keeps werewolves at bay, what does it do to vampires? Oh, it helps them walk in the sun. The opposite. They are weakened no. by the sun. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Have I seen Vampire Diaries? I don't know. I'm not really sure. No, they're rings. Their rings do that. Yes. Yes. Really Vampires are weakened by the sun and werewolves can only turn on a full moon. That's okay. No, there are there right. are other ones. I, I made like five, so you can keep guessing. Oh, Lord. Um, Let's see. What do we know about the components of the curse? Well, I know there's a witch, which is in there. <laughs> mm -hmm. sure uh yeah i'm just gonna go witches all right well i didn't have that down but sure <laughs> this feud is pretty lukewarm um <laughs> i don't know um okay all right the other things were the werewolf part of the curse is sealed with the moonstone oh, sorry <laughs> And uh, the doppelganger's sacrifice is needed to break the curse. Right. Yes. Okay. We're good. All right. I might have needed okay. a refresher got... on that one. Wow. Hey, that's why we do the previously on. There's a lot going on. Exactly. Yes. And I feel like, honestly, okay, I'm going to like give myself a break here because I yes. feel like the Moonstone has been really spread out through a lot of the, the seasons and it, or the last couple seasons. So it's like, I forgot. But now I know. I suck at Family Feud. <laughs> no one wants to be on their team. It's fine. 
<laughs> also, I think Family Feud is usually easier than whatever the Vampire Diaries version would be. <laughs> True. All right, don't worry. You have another chance. Name oh, no. three things that Elena and Catherine have in common. Like physical appearance or like... Sure, because okay. it looks, looks. That's one. Oh, okay. That's number one. One. Good uh, in love with Stefan. Yep. And can be a bit aggressive. Ooh, that was not one of them. (laughs) (laughs) The other ones were uh, doppelgangers. They're both the doppelgangers. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. Which goes along with looks, I suppose. They both want Klaus dead. Oh, yes. And Damon loves both of them. Or has loved, at least. Yes. Both of them at some point. All right. Don't worry. We've got another category. Oh, no. (laughs) Three adjectives for, this is more subjective, three adjectives for how Matt takes the news that Caroline's a vampire. Oh, mad. Mm -hmm. Yep. Angry and raged is one of them. Okay. um, Horrified. (laughs) That's exactly what I wrote down at number one. Woo! Horrified. And sad. Oh, that's not one of them, but that is true. He seems sad. He's a sad boy. What was your other one? Shocked. Oh, yes. And disgusted. Oh. Goes a little bit along with horrified, but yeah, he's like, ooh, don't touch me. Right. Mm. Poor Caroline. I know. Well, that's all for Family Feud. Mary Beth (laughs) has been feuding with herself. (laughs) And losing. (laughs) I think you got two out of three for for every single category, so you're good. All right, Mary Beth, let's pick up. Where we left off last episode in the cliffhanger with Jenna and Isabel coming face to face. Oh. Oh boy. Alaric's undead ex-wife has just showed up on his girlfriend's doorstep. Ah! Yeah. Not, not good. When she says, uh, nice to see you again. And Jenna goes, again? And then she asks, like, Rick, John, did they know? Like, everything's kind of, like coming to her oh god just flooding in i feel so bad exactly yeah elena is like shut up isabel (laughs) oh no i'm surprised to see her too no yeah she can't she immediately is like outed and damn leave it to isabel to immediately start drama (laughs) oh yeah you know what's interesting though is that her demeanor is totally different like the last time we saw her she was a bit more like i'm a bad bitch and i love it and right now she seems kind of like I don't know, like, soft and, like, hello, right. Elena. Like, very, you know, like, and not even being sarcastic. Like, she actually seems sort of changed. And I think by the end of the episode, we realize maybe what might be going through her head emotionally. Yeah. It's like knowing that she's going to have to die soon. Ooh. Anyway, going over to the Salvatore house, um, Stefan is rushing out the door to see what Isabel showing up is all about. And immediately Catherine is like, um, maybe don't mention to John or Isabel that I'm here. And Damon is like, why? You're the one who was in cahoots with them? I cahoots, Mary Beth. I so noticed that. And I was like, <laughs> yes. That's our word. That's our thing. <laughs> I know. <laughs> and I just want to say, like, this this outfit for Catherine, I don't know if you noticed it. It's very, like, corsety and, like, sweet hard yes. cut. And it very much shows off Nina's um, assets. Yeah. She looks good. <laughs> oh, she looks great. And Catherine is all like, I'm reconsidering my alliances. And if you need me to impersonate Elena again, the less people that know that I'm here, the better. And she's like, come on, think about it, Stefan. And he just looks at her and he totally sidesteps it. And he's like... 
hey Damon, give Alaric a heads up that his uh, ex-wife just showed up on his girlfriend's doorstep. (laughs) Speaking of Alaric, we go over to the Gilbert house where he's arriving and he and Elena are like, oh shit, we have to deal with this. And Jenna actually comes downstairs and Rick is like, I can't imagine what you must be feeling right now. And she's like, well, rage and betrayal pretty much cover it. Um, Yeah, she's done. Yeah, she's wicked done. And good for Jenna because, like, she has pretty good boundaries. She's like, I'm going to go stay on campus. I don't want to be here. I have a thesis to write and I don't want to, like, deal with this. She's all business. She's like, Elena, I need you to go to Mrs. Lockwood's and accept a check on behalf of your mother's foundation. And she's out the door. She She's like, I cannot tolerate listening to any more lies from you guys. And yeah, fair. Fair, Definitely. fair, fair. And then uh, Elena says, you know, this is your fault to John. Yeah, yeah. Um, because well, Alaric has yeah. <laughs> punched him in the face. <laughs> and Elena looks shocked, but also like, yeah. so like, oh my gosh. Oh, no, and kind of totally. happy about it. Yeah. yeah. Somewhere Nikki is screaming with glee. <laughs> John was punched <laughs> in the face. <laughs> and and John, I do think he's got a fair point though, where he's like, if you just been honest with her from the beginning. Yeah. Um, but as we've seen with Matt, it doesn't always go well when you tell a human about the vampire business. No. Speaking of Matt, we go over to Stefan and Caroline where they are talking on the phone and Caroline's like, he knows about me. He's freaking out about Vicky. I can't find him. Um, and she mentions that she slips Vervain into Matt's soda often at the grill. And she's like, it's out of his system by now because I didn't get to do it yesterday. And I'm going to find him and maybe make him forget. Who knows? Which, did we know that? She did that? No, we didn't. That's a I'm little, like... Can like... just put it in the water supply at this point, I... please? <laughs> oh. But yeah, she's she's all call Matt to her car. Right. Calling Matt. <laughs> and then it's you've reached Matt. <laughs> yeah, leave a message. <laughs> so um Elena and Stefan are in her bedroom and John enters and he's like, uh, can you come downstairs? Like it's really important. And um he's let Isabel in the house. He has invited her in. And Elena, when she's like what the fuck you invited her in? He's like, well, she has important information about Klaus. And I'm like, information she couldn't tell you from the porch? Yeah, she has him wrapped around her finger. Big time. Indeed. Which we find out yeah. a little bit later why when he opens up. Yeah, we yeah. do. He explains it to Elena later. But yeah, this is a dumb thing to yes. do. Um, But we find out what Isabel's been doing. She's been trying to find Klaus. We find out that she met up with one of his witches and that she had, like, this rumor about the doppelganger means that other vampires will have, like, a bounty kind of on her. Elena's like, why should I trust you? You fucking suck. Yeah. And John is like, she's been helping the whole time. Like, remember when the 1864 vampires got out of the tomb? Any one of them could have, like, told Klaus that Catherine was still around. And then he would come straight to Mystic Falls. Which I don't know why. If Catherine wasn't in Mystic Falls at that time. But okay. Um... <laughs> Yeah, they're just trying to, like, I don't know, retcon whole season one, everything. Right. But um, Elena is like, I still don't trust you. And Isabel is like, well, if you don't trust me, I I set up a safe house for you. Your name is on the deed. No vampire can enter without your permission, even me. And Elena is like, you know what? You want to help? You can get the fuck out of my house. Thanks. 
Yep. I love it when she's angry. It makes me happy. I know. Right? <laughs> so we go over to Dr. Martin's apartment and Damon tests the threshold. Like he puts his hand in and he's like, <laughs> nope, everyone's dead. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> he happily reports. Bonnie is like, we should pack up the grimoires because they've been like collecting them for forever. And Damon makes like a snide comment about like cremating Luca yeah. or something. <clears throat> and Bonnie is like, don't be disrespectful. Not to him. Right. Because um, his body is still there on the ground. And it's just like, it's a little late to be showing your respect, Bonnie Bennett. I don't know. <laughs> a little too, yeah, too late. So Bonnie is looking for the spell to harness the, the dead witch power. And Damon is like, oh, we'll put that on our to-do list for today. Harness dead witch power. Right. <laughs> and Bonnie looks over at him and she's like, you know where the witches were burned. And he's like, yes. did I not mention that? Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. That's what I had in my notes. I'm like, Damon knows where the witches, like he knows and yeah. he hasn't said. Tell yeah. now. Yeah. And then also in a very sarcastic Damon way. Yes, of course. Of fucking course. And they've been really good about hiding it from Catherine. And it is a good thing, obviously. Uh, we find that out later. But Jeremy's like, do we have to read through all the books to find the right spell? <laughs> and Bonnie's like, nope. And she calls the spell to her and she's like, it's this one. So cool. <laughs> Convenient. So we go over to Isabel's foreclosure pad and she's there with Frank, her, I guess, minion slash manipulated gay cowboy person. <laughs> right. And Catherine uh, like shoves Isabel up against the wall and we think that they're going to have a confrontation. But then they're like, yay! And they like I, hug each other. They're like, like, good to see you, girl. Come here, like, girl. And I'm like, yeah. wait, what? <laughs> okay. I love it. And like, Isabel genuinely says, it's good to see you, Catherine. Yeah. And Catherine is like, I hear you've been busy. And Isabel is like, yes, I have been making a deal with Klaus to save your life. And I love that the wine bottle that she hands to Catherine, she says, it's a vintner I knew in Avignon. <laughs> and then Catherine takes it, he's like, she's like, mm, he's tasty. It's like <laughs> a small joke, but I love it. It's like perfect. Um, and Isabel is like, here's the lowdown on Klaus. He's willing to grant you freedom if you deliver the doppelganger and the moonstone to him. And Catherine's like, immediately like, I can do that. Right. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> And Isabel says, you know, you're going to be betraying your Salvatore boys. Right. And Catherine says, well, they're floundering. She says, I'm, I'm dead if I stick with them. They use their only weapon to kill Elijah and their witch has lost their powers. Which they don't know yet. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so she's like, you showing up changes everything. And they do like a blood cheers. Right. And... <laughs> I love them. I love like the badass vampiresses like totally well up. and you know what i thought of was in season one when they were first um they like went to isabel's uh office or whatever and her sister yes. was like yeah she was obsessed with like trying to find out about and she knew like about Catherine and all this stuff yeah. and then you realize like she knows all about it because she's friends with her exactly yes and she's her descendant they're like yeah how cool would it be if you could like freeze yourself at the age you are and then like meet your great 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 granddaughter and just like chill right. and be friends and drink blood wine <laughs> <laughs> exactly <laughs> like what you been up to girl yeah yeah exactly it. and at the salvatore house damon and stefan are arguing over where they'll all stay to like look over 
Elena's shoulder constantly. And she's like, really, that's the plan? You're just never going to let me out of your sight again? And Damon's like, if you come up with a better one, you let us know. And Elena says, well, then one of you two is going to have to come with me because I have to go to Mrs. Lockwood. And Stefan is like, that's me. I'll come with you. Right. And Damon is like, not me. I've got dead witch stuff with Bonnie. So, <laughs> so I'll catch you guys yeah. later. Um, and then Catherine enters and they all get very quiet. And she's like, uh, don't get quiet on my account. Like, what's the plan? And she's really crafty with how she asks where the moonstone is. She's like, really? I've delivered you a werewolf, a dagger and a moonstone. And now all you have is the moonstone. So where is it? <laughs> Right. And uh, Damon, all nonchalant, is like, no, no, we have it. And she's like, where is it? And he's like, in a very safe place. Right. <laughs> and I just love how no one talks to her. They're like, anyways, yep. so we're going to go do our thing. Yeah, totally. Bye. They're all very like, you can't sit with us. Um, right. <laughs> <laughs> which serves her right, because she's definitely a mean girl. Um, yes. And I love that she's like, I've been honest with you. Like, why can't you be honest with me? And Damon says... I'll be honest with you. Don't mistake the fact that we haven't set you on fire in your sleep for trust. Right. Which is a great line. So over at the Lockwood mansion, Liz Forbes is filling Karen in on how they have no idea like what set the grill fire and stuff like that. And Karen's like, are the vampires involved? And Liz is like, I'm starting to think the answer to that is always yes. Always. (laughs) Yeah. Always a vampire. Caroline shows up and she's like, Mrs. Lockwood, have you seen Matt? I thought he was working your event. And she's like, no, I haven't. But like, if you find him, will you ask him if he's seen Tyler? And and I was like, Tyler? Yeah. I forgot about Tyler. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And it's like, I'm a little bit like, wait, your teenage son is missing and you haven't filed a missing persons report. Like, I know he left a note, but like. Well, again, just like nobody goes to school. Right. <laughs> it's just like. Okay. Yep. My I have a teenage son missing. He left a note, so that's yep. good. And she's all alone in that house now, I guess, with her servants. I don't know. <laughs> I know. Oh, Karen. Um, and then Caroline sees Elena and Stefan arrive, and they're like, we haven't seen him either. And Caroline is all like, this wasn't supposed to happen. He was supposed to, like, hear me and see me and accept it because we love each other. And she's in some serious denial about what's happening with that yeah um and she's like where do you think he would go and elena says i don't know he was never one to run which sucks like yeah yeah this has really negatively affected him and caroline leaves and stefan puts his arm around elena and he's like maybe he'll come around you did that's right yep it's a great little (laughs) moment it's like so cute i love the little stefan elena moments i'm like living for them right now (laughs) So in the woods, Damon, Bonnie, and Jeremy are walking through. They're about to arrive at the abandoned, charred house where the witches were killed. And I'm very confused about this, Mary Beth. Were the witches years and years ago in this house burned alive? Or was this house built on top of it and it burned? What? I was thinking the same thing. Because I'm like, if they were burned alive, how's the house standing? Yeah, also unless the witches put some sort of a spell on it before it burned and then that way they could stay 
their like spirits and stuff could stay in there. Yeah. It, well, but then it's like, why wouldn't anyone know where they were burned? If there's just like this random charred house in the middle of the woods, maybe that's the place where the witches <laughs> were burned. Yeah, I don't also, know. they were killed in like the 1600s. So how is that house still there? That's what I'm saying. The only the only explanation I would think is that they put some sort of a spell on it before. Or maybe like they were burned. The house was built over them and then Emily right. was put there. And burned there in the house because it was built on the burial grounds of her. Oh, there you go. Maybe. That's probably okay. what it was. Yeah. I love that we're piecing this together. Like, they I just know, don't explain it. It's ridiculous. No. They're like, here's the house in the middle of the woods. Yep. And we're like, what? A ha- what? Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, Damon explains why he knows that this is the location. It's because Emily was burned there and he tried to save her. Which I was like, wait, what? I had to rewind that. I was like, did I hear that right? Yeah. Well, he also, he makes up for it by being an ass and being like, she was just my key to getting Catherine back before right. I knew what a raging bitch she was. Right. <laughs> so classic Damon. Um, right. It's funny, like, they go in and Damon gets kind of stuck <laughs> in in the sunlight and it starts to burn him and he's like, ah, my ring's not working. Stop doing this, Bonnie. And she's like, oh, I'm not doing anything. I don't think the witch is like you mm-hmm. being here. And he's like, well, do something. And so she does a spell to, like, let him loose. And he's like, I'm going to wait outside. Bye. Peace out. Yeah. And Jeremy is like, I guess this is the right spot. <laughs> you think, Jer? Okay. <laughs> Thanks for coming, Jeremy. Love you. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks for carrying the snacks. Yeah, thanks for carrying carrying craft services, Jeremy. Exactly. (laughs) Thanks for carrying all the fucking candles. Exactly. (laughs) So we go to the Salvatore house where Catherine is desperately searching in the best outfit ever throughout the house. And she's like so graceful. I think Nina Dobrev was a dancer because even as she's like reaching into the fireplace to like look around, her leg is like arched out. If you go back and look, she's just like so gorgeous. I know. I actually noticed that. Yeah. Because I'm like, if that if that was me, I'd be looking like a giant bowl in there covered in soot. I'd be like sweating. I'd have my hair up in a messy bun, like, ah, God, where the fuck is it? Yeah. (laughs) It's me every day looking for my phone. (laughs) Exactly. So she even pockets some money. Like, she's going through their stuff, and she's like, ooh, I'll take that, and I'll put that in my boob. Fantastic. That was so funny. Um, I wish I was that pack of money. No, just kidding. (laughs) Sorry. Sorry. Apologies. God. I'll be civilized, I promise. Um, (laughs) But she gets soot on her hands from the fireplace, and when she goes to wash them off... She's uh, using a soap dish and she's she sort of does like a second glance at it and reaches in and finds underneath all of these soaps a very pretty Moonstone Bar of Soap. Yes. <laughs> Which I thought that was a pretty clever place to hide that. Yeah, me too, actually. And it, it looks so beautiful, like it makes me want a soap dish. <laughs> like I know, I love it. same. Oh but God. it would never, it would never look like that. In my house. No, it would not. Yeah, same. That's so true. <laughs> but it's like beautiful. Like they're all these different colors, like red, mm, and different green. sizes, it's, like, and yeah, nice little big goblet thing. It really fits with the decor of Damon's room. Absolutely. So we go to a random Mystic Falls street where Alaric is doing a mundane task, walking back to his car. Nothing good ever happens when we're doing mundane tasks in Mystic Falls because who appears behind him but Isabel? And he's like, what the hell are you doing here? And she's like, oh, I'm cleaning up some loose ends. And he's like, we don't have any loose ends. And she's like, of course you don't think that. I compelled you to let me go. And she says, but I realize that I don't want to do what I have to do without telling you how much I loved you. And I did. 
I loved you so much. And she, like, really means it. Like, is this is a different Isabel from the one that we saw before. On my notes, I have, like, do you think she was actually, like, because you just don't know with her some, you know, it's like, she's so, she she's really manipulative. So it's yes. like, is it? But I think, I think once you get to where she ends up, then you're like, okay, yeah. Yeah. She knows that she's going to die because she was obviously compelled by Klaus. Yeah. So it's, it's kind of amazing that she does go to Rick. I mean, she needs him anyway. Like she needs to check this off a box because the witch appears behind him and like magics him to the ground. And then we don't see Rick for the entire of the episode no. so just remember that for later where did rick go yeah <laughs> <laughs> he went on a little vacation um so back at the abandoned house where the witches were burned damon is waiting outside and he tries to go in but the door shuts <laughs> in his face I know, I love that. and he goes screw you too emily <laughs> yep and he's like you guys are on your own and inside um Jeremy's really worried about Bonnie. There's like a whispering that she can hear. And she's like, I think that's the witches who died here. I can feel them. And Jeremy's like an annoying little kid when you're on the phone. And he's like, who is it? What are they saying? What's happening? And it's like, (laughs) I'll tell you after. Shut the fuck up. (laughs) God. This is a shut the fuck up, Donnie moment. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) So, oh my goodness, Mary Beth. This is the ninth big event of season two. At the Lockwood Mansion, we are seeing the Miranda Summers Gilbert Scholarship Fund accepting a check from the Historical Society. And our Mystic Falls event queen, Karen, says, And here to accept the donation to the Miranda Summers Gilbert Scholarship Fund is Elena Gilbert, of all people. (laughs) Uh, Nina Dobrev can wear... um, anything ever but she looks especially good in this purple dress i just want to say yeah yeah she i'm does. obsessed with her closet for some reason in this episode i just like it looks she great good clothes yeah and uh catherine thinks so too because well everyone i was just gonna say that yes, <laughs> yes. and catherine like complimented her as that's well. right um because isabel creates a distraction like biting john throwing him to the bottom of the stairs and all the people go to see what it is. Would that really happen? Would they all leave? Maybe. Also, um, I have to say, like, no event can ever go right in Mystic Falls. Like, you should just never. know if I'm going to an event, someone's going to die. Yes. Or some sort of crazy thing is going to happen. Right, because the last event was at the grill with the live band. And then the grill right. was on fire all of a sudden. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, so Catherine shows up while everyone's back is turned. And she's like, nice dress. Mind if I borrow it? And it's amazing because she is definitely going to impersonate Elena. Yes. Meanwhile, Liz Forbes is like, just give him some air. Everything's fine. I'm like, yeah, because the last time I checked, a little air is what cures deadness. Right. (laughs) Vampire bites. Yeah. John is just like obviously dead on the floor, like obviously (laughs) unconscious. And everyone's all, okay. (laughs) Should we go back in the other room? What should we do? Um... (laughs) But Stefan uh, goes over to Elena, in quotes, and he's like, you okay? And it's funny because he gives her a weird look, but Catherine is, like, very good at acting like Elena. And she's like, oh, I'm calling Damon. Um, But I think Stefan knows that it's not Elena in the first moment he sees her. I was just going to say, how do you think he knew? Because she's not going to see what's wrong with John. (gasps) Oh. Elena would immediately be like, oh, my God. John, like, she wouldn't immediately be like, I'm calling Damon. 
Right, right. She'd probably be the first one over there. Got it. There you go. And then we see the real Elena has been kidnapped by Isabel and she's in her car. Um, meanwhile, Stefan waits until Catherine and him are like Bar. in the driveway mm-hmm. to attack her and be like, okay, like where's Elena? And she vervain syringes him and goes, sorry, Steph, I can't have you following me. Oof. And she throws him into the bushes, just like tosses it. <laughs> I know, that was funny. Just like When does Vampire Diaries become a fucking comedy? It's amazing. Like it's, it has me in stitches. I guess we need the humor in the show because of like really serious shit always happening. Yeah. It's yeah. actually kind of what makes the show work, I think, is that we have those moments of levity of like Catherine just like tossing Stefan into the right. bushes. Because in this next scene, it's like a very horrific scene where Bonnie is doing this spell. Um, to try to like connect with the dead witch power and it's very obviously painful because she is screaming i mean cat graham does a really good horror yeah, scream she does and obviously jeremy is very concerned he like tries to stop it but the witches just separate him from bonnie and like toss him into the bushes right so <laughs> everybody's getting tossed yeah and then after this like horrific experience bonnie snaps out of it and she goes i did it and it's like oh okay <laughs> yeah i just well in my notes why i have poor jeremy it's just like i don't know i put myself in his position he has no like he's not a vampire he's not a werewolf he doesn't have any kind of you know he's just trying to date bonnie but he does have you know he knows what's going on but to witness it has got to be really hard yeah and uh, I, he's trying to be supportive, but also he's probably kind of like, what the fuck is going on? You know? Yeah. I feel bad for him. Yeah, we give him a lot of shit, but I think that uh, <laughs> it's true. If you went on a date with a girl and all of the dates were like, it's going to be romantic and there are going to be candles. Oh, no. Who's this man? Oh, he just took her powers. Oh, no. Yeah, and now I have to say. Save... is like, let's go to the woods. Let's go camping. Let's find this abandoned house. Oh, no. Why are you in pain? Why are you screaming? Ah! And I'm doing all this to save your sister. Right. Yeah. You know? So there's, like, a lot attached, I think, to it that, you know, there's just so much going on that we don't really get down to, like, how somebody would feel. Exactly. That's very true. Because there's just so much trauma. The traumometer is just off the charts. Um, So going back to the Lockwood Mansion... Uh, Karen is uh, being a good hostess to all of her guests who are leaving, and she's escorting them out, going, Oh, I'm so sorry for the scare. It was just a bad fall. Oh, no. <laughs> Meanwhile, he's, yeah, like, he's like dead on the on floor. The floor. <laughs> <laughs> she's like, Paramedics are on their way. They'll totally be here. So Damon arrives, and he explains all about the ring. He's like, Yep, he's going to be fine. And they're like, Damon, he's dead. And he's like, I know, he's going to be fine. But outside the Lockwood Mansion, um, Liz sees Matt, and Matt is in a huff. He lays hands on our beloved Liz Forbes. Yeah. You do not lay hands on On a woman, much less the sheriff. Exactly. (laughs) And she locks out his arm and, like, pushes him against the car. And he's like, tell me what happened to my sister. I want to see Vicky's file and, like, how you covered up that she was killed by a vampire. And she's like, Matt, you need to calm down, <laughs> which is exactly what Caroline said. So it must run in the family a little bit. And she doesn't know. She doesn't know Dave is a vampire, right? No, she yet? doesn't. No. no. Okay. That's what it, because I was like, how do they not think that's odd that he knows? Like, is it just because he's like part of the um, 
what you call it, society. Um, yeah, he, he made himself whatever. the head. He's the head of the council now. Right. And so that's like, because I was like, do they not find that kind of weird he knows about that ring and that he's wearing one as well? <laughs> yep. Yeah, he <laughs> like, should just tell them that's what his ring they is. They don't notice totally. that? Exactly. They're clueless. Like, they're I don't know. clueless. It's, yeah. And what even is the council? It's just the three of them. It's so funny. Yeah. <laughs> so over at the Salvatore house, Damon is getting John's body home. <laughs> he goes to wash the blood off his hands and he takes off his shirt. Meanwhile, for which we're all grateful. Oh, thank you. thank you. Thank you for that. Thank you so much. Good job, everyone. And he gets a call from Stefan. He hears about Catherine posing as Elena. He fishes through the little soap dish, finds that the moonstone is gone, and he, enraged, just, like, throws the very nice soap dish to the ground. And, Damon, this is why we can't have nice things. All right? I know. (laughs) Well, no, the soaps! The soaps! (laughs) They were so lovely! (laughs) So then we see uh, a call between Isabel in the car and Catherine, who is arriving back at her foreclosure pad. And Catherine is like, I'm back here, but like, we need to get out of here because Damon's going to figure it out in like 20 minutes. And Isabel says, I'm really sorry, Catherine. Catherine's like, for what? And Isabel says, he wanted the moonstone and he wanted you. Did not see that coming. Nope. And Elena wakes up in the back and hears Isabel say this. And we see the witch, uh, the man witch, in... (laughs) In the foreclosure pad approaching Catherine and she goes to like attack him, but he's too fast for her and she just ends up on the ground. Yeah. Woo! Backstabby. But, you know, Isabel didn't want to. (laughs) No, she was compelled, right? She was compelled, yeah. This is all a part of Klaus's plan. So over at the Forbes house, Caroline is leaving the 25th or 45th or 65th message that she's (laughs) left left Matt. And um, she's like, call me. And then she walks inside and he's there. And he gives a very interesting account of, yeah, I got all mad at your mom. She threatened to arrest me. I accused her of covering up Vicky's death. And she got called away. And Caroline is like, you didn't tell her I'm a vampire, right? And he's like, no, no, nothing about you. And I'm like, in what world, Caroline Forbes, would... Your mom not wonder why Matt knows about vampires. Yeah, exactly. In what world would she be like, this is low on my list of things to deal with? I think she was just so desperate to talk to him and so desperate for, uh, like, to explain herself that she probably just didn't even think about it. And he's all, I want to know everything. And... Yeah, you're right. Caroline's just so happy that he's there that she doesn't realize this is a classic sting operation. Well, I think she's really just thinking about herself, to be honest. Yeah. Like, like I need to explain myself. Like, I'm in love with you. And every. I think she's thinking everything can be sunshine and roses after I just talked to him, right. you know? And it's like, uh, that's not exactly how things are going to go for you. No, baby. No, baby girl. Mm-mm. That is not. Uh, speaking of things not going well, um, out in the woods... Jeremy is like, that was really intense. Like, what happened? And Bonnie was like, it's a warning. You know, she's like, it's a lot of power to have access to. So they were just telling me to be careful with it. And Jeremy is like, okay, how much power can you draw? Well, the answer is about as much as when she and Luca channeled each other and made the leaves go all crazy, except it also goes into, like, sepia tone. And all of a sudden there's, like, thunder and lightning. Yeah, that was a cool scene. Yeah. 
And she's, she looks at him and she just goes, a lot. <laughs> Over at the foreclosure pad, the Salvatore detectives arrive and they're like, I've got the upstairs, you search down here. And they clear the house. And Damon's like, well, this is Isabel's stuff. It's definitely the right place. And Stefan's like, where are they? And Damon goes, I don't know, Stefan. <laughs> <laughs> I love that even while being like badass detectives, they can still also manage to just be like brothers in a tip. Right. Just so annoyed. <laughs> it's so classic. It's so snippy. I love it. So uh, to answer his question of where are they? In a graveyard. Isabel brings Elena to her grave it says isabel fleming and it has the dates of you know when she was born to when she disappeared and elena is all like are you taking me to klaus and nope isabel just wants to tell her about her grandparents she's like Mm -hmm. my parents your grandparents lay flowers here every week they put it here when it became clear that no one was going to find my body And they still come here, even though there's no one buried here. She says, you know, there were two parts to me. There's the part of me that wanted to be a vampire and didn't care about getting there. And then there's the part of me that used to dream about the day that she'd know her daughter. And Elena's like, what? That's me. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Did did the grandparents know that she's like a thing? What a good question, Mary Beth. I... I feel like no. That's I feel like that too. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like she kept it a secret from them. She says, I'm sorry that you never got to know that part of me. Instead, you got to know the part. You got to know this part, the part that would betray her own flesh and blood, which is true because she's done that both to Elena and Catherine today. Right. Yep. And she gets a call and Elena only hears Isabel's part, but it's the man witch on the other end. And Isabel in a great relief goes, let her go. And he's like, yes, Klaus has everything he needs for now. And she says, I'm done. And he says, you're done. You could just feel the acting in that. was Because I could feel the, like, my shoulders relaxed in that scene. Because I'm like, I can feel the relief that's coming off of her. Yes. Mia Kirshner, who plays Isabel, is an incredible actor. And I love her. Yeah. And she hangs up and she says, so sincerely with no drop of sarcasm that we saw of Isabel in her intro episode in season one. She says, I'm so sorry, Elena, that I was such a disappointment to you. Yeah. And then she rips off her necklace (gasps) and burns in the sunlight. More trauma that Elena does not need. I have in my notes, way to traumatize your kid more. (laughs) (laughs) I know, but that wasn't her choice. I know, but it's like, Poor girl. I know. Jeez. It's so shocking. What a shocking moment. Like, of all the things that we thought were going to happen. Yeah. I, ju- I remember watching this for the first time as a teenager and being like, holy shit. Like, this is seared into my memory as well. Another one of those really iconic moments mm-hmm. of, like, this badass vampire who fooled everyone, you know, and is super smart and manipulative. And we kind of think of her as one of the big bads. And yet, here she is doing something she would never do, which is commit suicide. Yeah. And it's because she was compelled to do it. Ugh. Which only sets up Klaus that much more, because, like, we've never met him. We don't know what he looks like. We don't know anything really about him, except that he's a very powerful old vampire. And he was able to do this to a vampire that we already know is really strong and smart and skilled. Exactly. Yeah. It's good storytelling. 
That's all I'm saying. So, speaking of storytelling, Caroline has finished explaining everything to Matt. And she ends it with, I love you. I do. I love you, Matt, so much. And she's like, I just really wish you would say something. Yeah. And he says, I'm all alone. Oh, that killed me. That's the first thing he says. Yeah. Which is true. We've been making that point for a long time. But he's like, all of my friends are liars. And she says, but I'm still me. I'm still me. And she tries to sit next to him and he gets up like all disgusted. And he's like, I don't want to know this. Even though she's like, tell me what I can do to help you. And he's like, made me forget. And she's like, no, I don't want to make you forget. He's like, no, do it. Yeah. And she agrees. And we'll come back to that later. So over at the Salvatore house, Elena has Isabel's necklace and she's looking at it. And Stefan comes over to her and is sort of comforting her. And she says, I never thought I would feel bad about her being dead. And yet. And, And she's also like, why did they let me go? Stefan puts it together. He's like, well, Klaus knows that you're not going to turn yourself into a vampire. She's like, yeah. And he also knows that I have you guys protecting me and that I'm not going to run. And Damon is like, that's why we need to make some precautions. Here's the deed to our house. Oh, my gosh. That was crazy. (laughs) But also so smart. Can a 17 year old even sign a deed? No. But you know what? They also don't need to go to school or, you know, it's all good. (laughs) It's all good yeah. in Mystic Falls. They don't care about the law. Whatever goes. No, nope. yeah, whatever. The goes. sheriff is too worried about werewolves and vampires. Do have time for yeah. deeds to, to enforce <laughs> or deeds. school yeah. <laughs> truancy. Yeah. Oh my god, it's so funny too when Damon is like, "So only the vampires that you want can come inside." I'll be super pissed if you lock me out. Though. <laughs> lock me out. I loved it. And uh, meanwhile, John wakes up in the corner and immediately Damon is on is on top of him like, and John is like, I swear, I swear I didn't know what she was going to do. I'm so sorry. And Elena's like, put him down, Damon. He and I need to talk. So skipping back over to Jeremy and Bonnie uh, at the Gilbert house. Jeremy is reading what the warning was. And he's like, you said that this wasn't a bad warning. This says that if you use too much of the power, it'll kill you. And he's like, how much will killing Klaus take? And she says, all of it. So she knows she's going to die. Yeah. Which makes me wonder what the fuck Dr. Martin and Luca were going to do. Were they going to sacrifice themselves? Yeah, I don't. I mean, maybe. Or maybe two witches means that they wouldn't have to die. Oh, because, yeah, I bet like maybe half and half power. See, this is... (laughs) This is why we don't kill people, especially people right. with magical powers, okay? <laughs> There's yes. a reason. And Bonnie's very, well, she's also very inexperienced. Yes, that's right. And she saw her grams die with, like, a, a two-person spell that they did for the mm-hmm. um, for the tomb spell in season one. So she knows. And it's like, I don't know. I kind of hate this. Like, why is her power all about sacrificing herself all of a sudden? Like, she yeah. even says, like, Jeremy, do you really think I was born with these powers just so I could, like, float feathers and blow out candles? And I'm like, I sure wish it was, Bonnie, because that was pretty cool. Say, I know. <laughs> I like yeah. that, Bonnie. Yeah, we'll just we do, just that. do that. I like those party yeah. tricks. I, the whole thing about magic is like, yay, fun. Exactly. Yay, I can find the book I need in a second. You know? That kind of stuff. God damn it. Ah, <laughs> uh, But, um, okay, over at Liz's police car... Um, Matt comes in and he's like, I did it. I said what you said. 
and he like sums it up for her and then I made her make me forget but he drank vervain before going in so of course Liz is like tell me everything she said and this is a heartbreaking moment where Matt says I feel like she died and Liz says well she did yeah and they're like crying. I mean, it's so upsetting yeah, because that's... we know that Liz accepted Caroline once and saw that she was still herself and that Caroline made her forget before, which is why she didn't want to do it to Matt. And it's so sad. Right. And ah. It is. Well, and I feel like, I don't know, they've seen her be normal. So like, yeah. why can't they just kind of accept that? I think well, I don't also know. Matt didn't see her be normal first. He fed from her blood and saw that first. Oh, right. Yeah. Ooh, he was like, oh, true, like, true, what the true. fuck? I forgot about that part. Yeah. And then she's like, everything is normal. I'm still me. And he's like, fuck, no, you're not. <laughs> this is not normal. <laughs> yeah. So That's true. I forgot about that part. Yeah. Yeah. But it is sad that they can't just see that she is just herself, just now a vampire. And better, right. actually, as a vampire. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, over at the Salvador house, John and Elena are having a little talk. And John, I love this moment where he mentions that Catherine and Isabel, like two of the most selfish, self-centered people ever, were genuinely friends. Mm-hmm. Elena says, well, why did you trust her then if you thought that about her? And he says, because I was there when she gave birth to you. I saw how heartbroken she was to give you up. And she was the first girl I ever loved. So I guess I was hoping that when she said she'd keep you safe, that she was telling the truth. Yeah. And I didn't realize that their relationship went that deep, you know? Yeah. Which now makes sense why he would do everything he did for her. Yeah. And it's also confusing why, why couldn't they raise Elena? You know what I mean? Like, sure, you're teenagers, but like... If your brother is going to take her in and you're still a teenager, you could live, they, you could still live, you're rich, you could just have her live with you. She doesn't have to go off and be separated from her child. Right. Yeah, I don't know. I think. Right. I don't know. That's very old world values. I don't know. I don't think, I hope that that wouldn't happen today. No, yeah. Um, It's like, just let the teenage girl live with you. Right. <laughs> she, she just gave birth. She could take care of her kid. She'll be an adult someday. Exactly. It's fine. I don't know. And you're rich again. (laughs) Sorry. Anyway. (laughs) But anyway, John does get back to the point where he's like, I'm sorry. He's like, whatever you want me to do, I'm at the point where I'll just, I'll do it. And if you feel safer with me not around, I'll go. Mm -hmm. And Elena thinks about that. And she says, you know, you do fuck up everything forever and ever, John. Everything you touch just fucking falls apart. But... She says, you're the only parent I have now, so maybe I can learn to not hate you. Right. I love that. <laughs> yeah. And I, I do feel that. Like, Elena, yeah, she just watched her last remaining parental type, even though she wasn't, like, a mother to her, but, like, her bio mom just died right. in front of her. And he does have his moments Ugh. of where I think he truly does care about her. And I think she's seen that. He's just, you know, got caught up in all the vampire werewolf, moonstone, sun and moon curse stuff. He's also super, like, misogynistic and thinks that, like, she can't handle yeah. shit and that Jeremy can for some reason. It's, like, super weird. Totally. But, yeah, going over to Stefan and Damon, uh, they're sort of recapping and they're like, wait a minute. Catherine had no idea that Bonnie got her powers back. And Isabel had no idea what you took Bonnie to do today. We're the only ones who know. 
<laughs> and they go, that literally makes Bonnie our secret weapon. And they like cheers to that. And right. I'm like, but she's going to die. Ah! I know. <laughs> they don't know that yet, though, right? They don't know that. Yeah. No. All right. Moving over to an undisclosed location. <sighs> Catherine wakes up and sees a witch chanting over a man in a chair. She notices that she doesn't have Elena's vervain necklace on. All of a sudden, the witch bows in front of the man and he stands up. And he turns, and Catherine, along with all of us, is like, Alaric? Yeah, that was weird. Okay, I have questions. Yeah. Was that... <laughs> yeah. So, how did that... How does that work? Is that, like... Okay, because I think I saw... It was a very dark scene. But I think I saw, like, blood being transfused. Mm-hmm. Was that... Was that Klaus's blood, or... How did they turn? How did he enter into Alaric's body? Good question. I think that there are future seasons of the Vampire Diaries that will deal with how you put someone in a body. Okay. Oh, I can't wait. Yes, yes. <laughs> but you're correct. There was some blood transfusion. Yeah, like Alaric like takes out the IV. And then I'm like, now is Alaric dead? After I don't know. There's so many questions. But stay tuned. I'm sure yes. we'll find out. But that yeah. was a that was a wild last what thirty seconds. Yeah, where Catherine she tries to escape too, and she's been sealed into the apartment like magically. Well, then I also had thoughts like, oh my god, is Lark actually a bad guy? Is Lark actually this? Has he, Has been, he been close, close the all whole time? time? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Exactly, and so it's it's I love this actor who plays Alaric, Matt Davis. Oh yes, and I have a side note. Because I always have side notes of where yeah. have I seen them before? Yes. Legally, Legally Blonde. Mm-hmm. Yes. I was trying to figure it out for so long that I was like, oh my God, he was Warner, right? He's Warner. I know. Oh, it's so Warner. funny. I think I recently realized that as well. How funny. And, and Warner was, like, was such what? a douchebag. I know. And he's like so like, he's like a young little baby in Legally Blonde. I know. And in this, he's like a man. He's a Harrison yeah. Ford man. I, oh, but I always liked him yeah, in like great. Legally Blonde. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And he's great in this, too, where, like, he becomes Klaus. And he has this beautiful, sinister smile. Mm -hmm. And the shadows are, like, just right on his face. And he goes, Zdrave, Katarina. I've missed you. And I was like, gave me chills. Me, too. (laughs) And she goes, Klaus? Yeah. And then the scene. Smiles. (laughs) End of the episode. Yes. Ah! Mary Beth, who are you taking and who are you staking? Today, I am taking Damon. For what reason and where? Well, let's see. I'm taking him... We're going to go on a road trip, Ooh, Yeah, I guess. Because I want to take him away. He has been, I think in this episode and leading up to it, I feel like he's just been nothing but helpful. Yeah. Yes, he has his like little yeah, he's doing sarcastic things. Yeah. Right. But he's just been really like... Like going with Bonnie and Jeremy and just being like, well, this is what I have to do today and whatever. So I just, I'm like really liking what his character is doing right now. Yeah. Solid. Yeah. Who are you staking? And then I'm staking Catherine. Ooh. Well, she's always just bugged me. <laughs> I think I've said that in other, epi- other episodes, but yeah, she's just, I don't know. You can't trust her. And she's so in it for herself. Yeah. Like she didn't care. Give shit and about she's anybody. wrong. Like, she's wrong about the Salvatores not having it together. Yeah, exactly. And she's just, yeah, so I'm staking her. Yeah. 
Solid. Yeah, she should know better than to think that them clamming up when she's around means that they have nothing. It's the opposite. Exactly. Yeah, totally. Right. Yeah. She's just so into herself. Yeah. So who are you taking and who are you staking? Well, I am taking Catherine. No! <laughs> and Isabel. And oh. we're going to go make some friendship bracelets and we're going to drink blood out of wine glasses. <laughs> And have a grand old time. And I'm just going to listen to their stories from all their past escapades because I love them as friends. <laughs> Girls Weekend. Girls Weekend with the bad bitches. I love them. Yes. <laughs> and I am staking Matt for just not being cool, man. Totally. Be cool. Be cool with it. Totally. It's inconvenient to me. <laughs> right. That you won't accept my vampire, my lovely vampire Caroline as she is. Yes. Just yes. fucking be cool, dude. And now you have to tell like, her mom, you're such a snitch. I was going to say, be in cahoots with the mom. God damn it, Matt. Shape up. Yep. All right. Bridget, what is the word of the day? Well, I'm so glad you asked. The word of the day is foray, which rhymes with word of the day. <laughs> <laughs> foray. All right. Foray is an initial and often tentative attempt to do something in a new or different area of activity. As in the novelist's foray into nonfiction. Okay. So it, uh, in martial contexts, a foray means a sudden or irregular invasion or attack of war for spoils. Interesting. Hmm. Okay. okay. Mary Beth, what is your sentence? <clears throat> Isabel forayed into a decent person in the end. Ooh. I think for once it actually works. <laughs> <laughs> amazing no i always love that you come at these like from a different perspective that's what i think is so fun about them (laughs) bridget what is your sentence bonnie and damon's foray into the woods to harness dead witch power is successful Ooh, that's a good one too yay yay well that's all for know thy enemy i have been your host bridget and i have been your guest mary beth thanks for joining us and tune in next time to find out if alarix fooled us all and has just been taking bulgarian lessons on duolingo tune in next time to see what trouble john causes next dear diary we are the only ones that know dear diary don't mistake the fact that we haven't set you on fire in your sleep for trust Dear Diary, you know this is your fault. Dear Diary, we're gonna need a cover story. Epileptic fit, alcohol binge, banana peel, whatever works. Dear Diary, you showing up changes everything. Dear Diary, I've missed you.